You're listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast with Lee Fulford, where questions about the Bible meet real life. Bible in Real Life podcast. I am so happy to have you here. And I want you to know that this is the place where you can be encouraged, you can be strengthened, and you can learn how to um, follow God in real life, right? This is the Bible in Real Life podcast. Make sure you're following us on social. Make sure Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. I'm working on that YouTube channel, y'all. So, um, there'll be more information coming about that soon. So make sure you're following us on Instagram. I mean, um, more information about YouTube coming soon, right? Because I want to dominate the platforms with the Bible in real life. And today we're continuing with our series, um, holiday headaches. And before I do that, if you haven't gone back and listening to uh, episodes one, two, or three of this series, you're really missing out. Episode one, we talked about we talked about uh, forgiveness uh, during this holiday time. Listen, a lot of forgiveness is going to happen. We talked about grief. We talked about what to be thankful for. And today, we're going to be talking about holiday shopping, holiday spending. I think I'm going to call it the holiday frenzy, right? Um, so, we're going to get some thoughts around how to look at it. And today you're going to see what the Bible has to say about possibly some of our spending habits and our perspective. So make sure you're tuned in and you stay locked tight. So um, this series has been very helpful for me. It's been eye-opening and uh, hopefully this is no exception. So first I want to talk about uh, this idea of shopping during the holiday season. Um, like I've been, it's crazy because you know how Paul talks about, um, and we're going to get into some of the contentment, but uh, when you're up and when you're down, I can remember when, you know, stress, holiday stress because of <clears throat> number one, because of not having any money, <laughs> being broke. Um, or having to not being a good steward, right? Um, I remember as a business owner, the, uh, stresses sometimes of, of what am I going to be able to provide for my family? You know, how, how, how big is Christmas going to be? If that's fair, how big is it going to be for my kids? Um, you know, there's times where I'm like, hey, it's gonna be a little light, you know. You're gonna see a lot of a lot of uh floor under the Christmas tree. <laughs> like you can look, you'll see some spots around the presents because um, you know, of how it is. But I've also experienced years of plenty, right? Where hey, there is there's stuff around the tree. You know, um, so much so we're waiting for family members to come in and get their stuff, right? So it's, it's, I understand. And sometimes this holiday season can be stressful because either you're on, you could be on both sides and we're going to talk about that. Um, but let me, let me give a couple disclaimers, right? So 
Uh, my day job, I'm a marketer, right? I have a marketing company. So my day job is marketing. So this whole Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Small Business Saturday, hey, all in. I understand this concept going from uh, black, uh, going from the red to the black right before the end of the year. Listen, I get it. So um, I have a unique perspective about this whole shopping thing. So as a marketer, like my toolbox, you know, in my toolbox, we got timers and countdown timers and we got deals that, that come and go. Uh, we got these quantity, hey, limited quantity. Hey, you got to get it now. Trying to produce action, right? Uh, I understand bundle. Hey, this is the biggest bundle of the year. Make sure you get it now, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Matter of fact, I created a product teaching others how to do it. Um, quick campaign blueprint, how to put together a campaign in like 24 hours. So boom, 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 boom. So I understand this, this um, marketing world. I understand this, this capitalistic society in the US, right? And throughout the world. Um, you know, maybe I should give a little background. So Black Friday, it's funny because I was doing a Google search and one person said, hey, is Black Friday a Christian holiday, right? Because, you know, there is, you know, there is, um, so when I was doing, I was like, where in the world do we see Black Friday being, uh, you know, how could that be a Christian holiday, right? Um, so they talked about the Easter weekend, right? So remember when Christ died on the cross, the earth went black, right? And it was dark for hours, right? Completely dark. The sky, uh, the day Jesus Christ died, the sky went dark. So they were like, Hey, this, um, is this what they're talking about? Like black Friday and, um, uh, no, that's not what we're talking about, but it is a unique perspective that maybe maybe uh, we should spend more time thinking about the De Jesus's death on the cross and uh, how the world, how the sun went black, showing that this was in fact the son of God that died to take away the sins of the world, right? But uh, that's not what this episode is about. This episode is about Black Friday. It's an American holiday uh, made up basically because... <clears throat> And for many, it's the start of the Christmas shopping season, okay? Um, it's the official start of Christmas shopping season. And uh, so there's usually great deals. Um, there is uh, urgency. There's, hey, here's a time now to act now in order to, to uh, purchase things. Um, so with that, <laughs> so I, now that I cleared up, you know, it's not a religious holiday. It's a business holiday that's kind of made up so that business owners and small business owners, <coughs> this was often the day where they made their number for the year. Like they caught up. They went from the red to the black. So that's the meaning of Black Friday, FYI. Um, but as a Christian, right, there was usually this, this tension between, hey, as a marketer, sell, 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 um, give the people what they want, right? Um, it's on them to be responsible. <laughs> sell it, sell it, sell it, sell it. And, and I still feel that way, but I want to give us a, a, a 
bigger framework, right? Because majority of people on here may not necessarily be business owners. They may be just regular people that are hearing these, these motivations that are hearing these thoughts. And I want to give you ideas uh, to think about. So first, let's look at, um, I, I'm going to kind of lump them into two uh, C's, right? Uh, the first idea that I want us to look at is contentment, okay? It's so interesting that Black Friday comes right after Thanksgiving, right? Thanksgiving, we were taught to be thankful. Lord, I appreciate all the things you've given me. I appreciate what I have. I'm so thankful for the people that are around the table, blah, 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 right? And oh, how quickly we become discontented right? The very next day, you know, I thank for what I have, but now I got to go out and get more and more and more and more and more. And I want to caution us and say, hey, you know what? Let's not lose that attitude and spirit of contentment. First uh, Timothy 6, 6 says that godliness with contentment is great gain, right? So yes, we want to live holy. Yes, we want to be godly. But Bible also says that we should be content, right? Godliness with contentment is great gain. So even in the holiday season, okay, don't shift your personality. Don't shift your focus so quickly from thank you, Lord, and thank you for all that I have to now let's see how we can get more, right? So I want to start off by by saying that. Um, <clears throat> so we want to have this attitude of being content. Um, man, I thought I had the verse, the verse that says, um, Paul warns us to be content. Um, so in first Timothy, he's telling Timothy, but, um, I think it's Philippians. There it is. Philippians 4, 11. So, <laughs> um, before we can do all things, right, which is 413. Most of us know that. Let's look at Philippians 4.11. And 4.11 says, actually, I'm going to share my screen for those that are uh, will be watching the video later. But it says, Philippians 4, let's start at 10. I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at length you have received, revived your concern for me. Now, here's what it said. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Paul is saying in verse 11, not that I speak in, not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty <coughs> and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, right? So Paul is reminding us that, hey, with God's power, with God's strength, we can have a lot or we can have a little. We can be, we, there'll be seasons of, of plenty and seasons of hunger, right? Seasons of abundance and seasons of need. And Paul says, hey, with God's strength, you can not get pulled into this consumerism. You can be content with what you currently have, right? So um, that's the focus I, I want to tell us initially. 
that, oh, let me go back to camera. Uh, I want to remind us initially that God gives us the strength to be content. And Paul tells Timothy, um, godliness with contentment is great gain. So um, don't get pulled into this, this, um, this shopping season because of your discontent with what you have. Okay. Now, I also want us to look at this idea from another perspective. You may say, hey, <clears throat> Lee, I'm a giver, right? Um, I like to go shopping during these holiday and doing these sales because I'm a giver and also a steward of God's money, right? The things that God has blessed us with, I'm a good steward of it. And I know that on Black Friday and these different holidays, I can um, get more by spending less, right? I can, things that I've been looking at for a while, now I'm able to get them at a reduced price. So isn't that being a good steward? And the answer is yes, right? Um, so what this must, this, what this forces us to do is this whole conversation about, about Black Friday, it forces us to really evaluate our motives, right? I'm not here to tell you never go shopping on Black Friday. I'm here to tell you to examine your motives. David prayed, um, Lord, Search me, search my heart. And if there's anything not like you, reveal it and take it out of me, right? He, um, in Psalms, I think 139, right? So that's what we have to do. That's the balanced approach I want to give here. <clears throat> Evaluate your heart. Um, am I going out to get that bigger TV because I'm discontent with do I have to get the 60 inch because my my 48 is is not big enough or is broken? You know, or am I discontent in my 48? I'm like, hey, I got to get a 68 because my neighbor just got a something something, right? Hey, do I have to go get this? You know, there was a time and this, I'm just talking about me. I'm just talking about me. There was a time where I would try to, how is it? And it's, uh, I kind of wrapped a, a spiritual, I wrapped a spiritual garment around it, right? I wanted to flex. Um, I wanted to show that I was doing well, right? So whenever there's like the, you know, the secret Santa stuff, and they'd be like, hey, the limit is $10, right? I'll, I'll, I'll buy something that's like 30 bucks. Right. And they'd be like, man, this wasn't 30 bucks. And I'd be like, you know, uh, the Lord's been blessing, you know, God's good. Right. And it's, and it was, it wasn't so much about me um, showing that the Lord is, you know, blesses those that are good stewards. It was me trying to flex, like, you know what? Hey, I got it. You know what I'm saying? $10. I don't buy nothing for $10 here. Let me, let me put something else on and give you a really nice gift. Right. And when I checked my motive, it wasn't because I was showing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I wanted people to know that I give good gifts, right? Wrong motive, wrong motive, right? And, and I know sometimes as Christians, 
we'd be like, hey, I'm going to flex because God is good and he's blessing me, right? Which is fine. But is that the motive or is the motive, hey, uh, you know, I got it. So I want you to know I got it. It's, you know, uh, me and me and my wife will say stuff like, um, you know, it's like a humble brag, right? You know, how do you say you got money without saying you got money? Right. So there's a friend of mine. And um, so how do you say you got money without telling you got money? They'll be like, oh, I went horseback riding the other day and we saw a beautiful sunset, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's it's a subtle flex. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I got my horses, right? <laughs> we need to know that. You could have said, hey, you know, um, you know, you didn't have to humble flex, you know. But my point is, check your motives, right? Um, you can go Black Friday shopping because you're a good steward. You've been saving up. And this is a time where you can responsibly go out and do your shopping, right? I know some people that they will go shopping on these big discount days and during this holiday season because they're buying gifts for others. Right. We're going to get into to that later. But first, check your motives. Right. Um, make sure you're content. The other C that I want to talk about is covetousness. Right. We don't really use covetousness. So I'm going to I'm going to call it greed because that's really kind of what covetousness is. It's me wanting something else, me wanting more and more and more. Right. So it's really kind of this attitude of greed. So, um, you know, hey, this person went out and got a new car. I need to go out and get a new car. This person has something that I want. Right. Not need. Um, this person has something that I want. So I'm going to covet that and, and try to have the same thing. Right. So we really want to evaluate whether or not our going out and shopping is because of sin in our heart. Covetous is not heart. And I mean, I don't want to get too deep. Um, but a lot of times spending and shopping is a symptom and we're trying to deal with a different need. Okay. So <clears throat> sometimes shopping is, um, kind of a way that we deal with deeper lying issues, okay? <clears throat> Which can lead to covetousness and different things. Issues such as low self-esteem. Hey, <clears throat> I don't really feel good about myself. So if I put somebody else's name on me, right? If I put a fancy brand on me, I feel better about myself, right? Um... You know, hey, uh, my my Louie makes me feel better about me, right? And if it's if it's due to low self esteem, then that's not your that's not helping. Remember, we get our identity from Christ, right? Our identity is in Christ when we look in Ephesians chapter one. So if I'm looking to some other name to raise my self esteem to allow me to identify, um myself, I'd rather be associated with this than with the name of Christ, then I have gone too far in my shopping. Does that make sense? So uh, sometimes 
um, pride. Pride is an issue. And we say, hey, you know what? This is how I roll. I always got to do it big, right? I remember there was a, I got a buddy of mine and and I love it because I know his heart, but I've, I've seen it done. Um, I've seen two different people do it for two different reasons. Okay. So, hey, hey, let's go out to eat. Okay, cool. Let's go out to eat. <coughs> hey, it's about, about five couples, right? Hey, let's all go out to eat. Cool. Um, I got one guy that he will never allow you to pay for a meal. He's like, I got everybody, right? Um, one guy does it out of generosity. Like, hey, you know what? I invited y'all out. Hey, I'm paying for it, uh, you know. Another one is so that, no, 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 I just want you to know that I'm the man, right? And I got it like that. So, you know, leave your wallet in your pocket. I'm handling everything today, right? And you can feel the difference, right? Two different people, two different feelings. It's like, okay, I think your boy is flexing right now. And then the other one, I feel like, okay, wow, that's a very generous gesture, you know, um, I, I got the one last time and nothing got this time, nothing got this time. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's heart issues. Sometimes pride allows us to, forces us to go spin and splurge on the holiday season, right? Um, what else? What else? What else? <clears throat> so my point is, make sure you're evaluating your motives, okay? Um generosity versus pride, low self-esteem versus, you know, um, I have my identity in Christ and different things. So that's the, that's the thing in this holiday season, make sure we're content. And I'm going to wrap this up, make sure we're being content, um, with what we have, make sure we check our motives Make sure we watch out. This is a warning against covetousness. Am I buying just to buy? Or I love to give to my children. I love to give to my wife. I love to give to my friends. I love to, to show my appreciation for their friendship, their attitude, et cetera, et cetera. You know, um, so that's generosity. That's, hey, I'm a giving person. I love to give and bless other people, right? Um, or so we just got to watch that. Check your motives, remain content, watch out for covetousness. Okay. Um, I love to give versus I love to get, I want to just get more and get more and get more. And the other is charity, right? During this holiday season, I challenge you to buy something for someone else, right? There's a beautiful program that we have at our church, Angel Tree. And one of the, and there are many different, you know, um, giving programs. Some people give to, you know, food banks and different things. I, there are some who on holiday or on these shopping holidays, they go buy stuff to donate. And that's amazing. They're being an excellent steward of what God has given them and desiring to bless others. Right. So, um, uh, in Timothy again, what is it? In Timothy 6, watch this. Um, come on. Uh, second Tim, First Timothy 6, 
I love this because there are some out here that are doing well. You know what I'm saying? We out in these streets, we working, and we're actually doing pretty well. So here is what um, Timothy is telling to those that may have wealth in um, in this world or may have wealth in this church in Ephesus. He says in verse 17, let me, let me share it with you. 17 says, as for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God. He's like, hey, I don't mind if you get it, but don't place your hopes on the uncertainty of riches, right? Don't place your hope on the uncertainty of gaining and having all these things. I was reading this article and talked about uh, eventually nothing goes in the casket with you. So eventually everything you have will be sold or given away or deteriorate, right? So all these new purchases, all these things that we fight in line to get, eventually it all kind of wastes away. So don't place our hope in the uncertainty of riches, but on God who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good, to be rich in good works and to be generous and ready to share. Because when we do this, verse 19, thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. <coughs> Isn't that good? So in this holiday season, how do we avoid this holiday headache from the shopping frenzy? Number one, we check our motives, right? We check our motives to see, Lord, is there what's in me that's desiring me to go out and to spend and shop during the holidays, right? Um, is it, yeah, so check your motives. Number two, be content. Lord, I am thankful for everything that you've blessed me with. And if you don't bless me with another thing, you have been good to me. I've learned how to go with, without, and I've learned how to live with means, right? So I will remain content because the Lord is my inheritance. Um, check for greed or covetousness, right? Let me not be so looking around that I'm getting things that I don't need or things that I don't want. I'm getting things just to fill up my closet or to flex on Instagram and social media, right? Check my heart, Lord. Um, so we got to warn, I'm warning you against covetousness or greed during this holiday season. And listen, if you can't afford it, don't get it. You know, that's my financial piece. If you can't afford it, don't get it. Develop contentment. <laughs> Develop contentment. Um, and then the last one, charity, right? Use this opportunity to be generous, you know? So um, use what God has given you to be generous to others. And if you have that approach to this holiday season, it won't be as much of a headache. You won't be determined to spend more than you have and you won't be empty. You will be content. You will be generous. You will have a life that is pleasing to God. This is how 
you address, or this is how I recommend you address and deal with this holiday season, right? It doesn't have to be a headache. It can be a time of healing. It can be a time of generosity. It can be a time of charity and a time of contentment. This is Lee Fuller. You're listening to The Bible in Real Life. I hope I've helped you. I've encouraged myself, right? Um, you know what? There is something I've been meaning to... Uh, never mind. I'm, I'm just going to close the episode. I've been meaning to, to purchase something. But I'm going to close this episode. Thank you for tuning in with us. Hopefully this series has been helpful. Share it with others. And I will see you next time on the podcast, Bible in Real Life. This is Lee Fuller. Bye-bye, everybody.